Everybody to another episode of the Free Money Podcast. I am Matt Jones, Drew Franklin, and Jay and Lyndon are all here. Uh, I'm in New York City, and once again, I actually have had my computer co-opted by Rachel, who has a Columbia Journalism School class, so I'm doing this on my iPhone for the second week in a row. Uh, Jay and Lyndon was laughing at me because the video in the background there is an Emmy, and Drew, you might think, oh, he's just flexing his Emmy. That's not my Emmy. That is Rachel's Emmy because this family has two Emmys. I mean, I don't know, other than you all, obviously, you're the only multi-Emmy relationship that I know. Very, I mean, very proud of the both of you. I mean, I, I bet if you look it up online, there aren't many uh, that, that have, have been able to make that happen. But uh, how have you been? Everything going well? I have just had my face in the middle of Augusta National all day. Several TVs, several, or a computer, the phone. I've tried to watch every player every swing. Wow. I didn't realize you were that into it. I watched Tiger. He did great. Did first round, first time he's ever had an opening round at the Masters without a bogey. So that's exciting. He, he actually left a couple out there, missed a couple pretty easy putts down the stretch. So uh, he's right in it. I have, uh, I'm, I'm not one of those people that makes – 50 golf bets, then when they win one, they said they won. I, I made one bet, and it's Justin Thomas to be leading after one round. So I'm, uh, I'm crossing my fingers. With, not, with what, eight to go? Yeah, yeah, you got a shot. And he's playing. He started on the front, so he's got some birdie holes left. So yeah, they'll have to wait till tomorrow because it's going to get dark. But uh, pulling for that one. Yeah, that's, that's uh, definitely doable. Jay and Lyndon, uh, how are you? I'm good. I actually made my golf bets last night, so I uh, will be watching the Masters this weekend as well. Why do you sit in a dark room for all of these? I mean, do you have lights in your house? It's sort of always hard to see you. You kind of look like you're brooding. In the basement. Yeah, I have a dog, and I know how you love dogs. So, you know, I've tried to keep the dog away from the, uh, the <laughs> well, podcast. I mean, I, I'm not scared through Zoom, but nevertheless, I, I appreciate you uh, doing that. You know, we I was thinking about this the other day. I know how Drew and I, began our gambling careers which degenerates but how did you get started gambling back like when you had to call a bookie like on a rotary phone like how did you get involved in it well my my, my dad started letting me do the betting cards when i was in grade oh, yeah? school and he wouldn't let my mom know but i'll tell you a story my my dad passed away 13 years ago cancer and the one thing i miss it, you know, you miss all the holidays and stuff, but my daddy used to call me every Saturday morning to ask who I was going to bet on and my, all my uncle's bets. So when I would have a good advice, it spread through the whole family. Like Jason knows what he's talking about. So if you watch my picks, I'm always better with college than NFL. And I attribute that to my dad calling me on yeah. Saturday mornings. Last week on the NFL, which that's really hard to do. Like very few people can miss every game. Uh, and so I was really impressed by that. I did good on college though. We all did decent. The first week, we were all above 500 on our college picks. I was afraid to talk trash last week about the uh, the political bets. But, Drew, I went 49 of 50 on the states and actually did see really well uh, betting Georgia 
and Arizona, especially, were good, and Pennsylvania. I ended up racking up in the political 49 to 50. I only missed North Carolina. That's pretty good. Yeah, and the state by state, I didn't look into it too much, but some of them, the odds seemed kind of long, even even on states that were toss-ups. It looked like they were value, so you probably made some money. We talked about it last week. They screwed it up, but I got, like, Georgia at plus 260. I think I got Arizona at plus 230. I got Pennsylvania, I think, at plus 140 or something like that. So, I mean, they were – and then if you did what I did that I think was really smart is I parlayed uh, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, and Michigan because my theory was you're either going to win all those or lose all those, and you actually got pretty good money for that. So uh, just a lesson for the future, kids, parlay your uh, your political odds. So, all right, well, this week lots of games are canceled, uh, and because of that, it's sort of a hodgepodge week. Only three games in the SEC out of seven, um, which it really stinks, but, you know, it is what it is. Let's do quickly, before we get to the f- football, let's do a Masters bet. It started, so it's a little bit, uh, a little bit misleading. But who do you, what, what do you like uh, to win the Masters, Drew? Uh, I think Justin Thomas finally does it this year. He's been pretty disappointing at the Masters every year. It seems the last two or three, especially, that built him up is this is the time, and he just hasn't played well or up to his standards. But I think finally he's going to shake those demons this year and win it. I, I I tried to find ways to bet against Bryson DeChambeau because I feel like they hyped him up too much. And as we saw, he's already been digging through the bushes looking for his ball a couple times. But so. see, I think that's worrisome because he, he shot two under and didn't hit didn't seem like he hit a fairway all day. Makes me kind of worried that if he like actually starts playing well, he might run away. That's true. I'm just hoping he continues to be sending it all over the golf course as the tournament goes on. Yeah. Uh, Jay, what about you? What do you have? I actually bet on Justin Thomas, Xander Shoffley, and I took Wolf as my long shot. But He's doing do well. They, do they do a uh, steroid test at the Masters like in the NFL? I don't know. Xander Shoffley, but, but Matthew, Matthew Wolf, like, what a golf swing that is. Like, that, he looks like just he just, just learned to play, uh, but ends up being, you know, um, ends up being really, really good. I, I bet on Shoffley, too, by the way. Xander Shoffley was my pick. I think, what, what was he, like, plus 1,300 or plus 1,200, something like that? That might be right. I, I took post – I said I had one bet. I also have post – Are you there? Are you there? Yeah. I also have posted at 400 to 1 is, is another bet. I, I shouldn't say I have one. I have that one, too. Not, not high hopes for it, but for fun. 400 to one. That's a heck of a, yeah, that's a heck of a thing. All right. Before uh, Rachel, you going to make a pick. You're going to come make a pick. All right. So let's do the first game. She's got class. So we, she can only do the first game. We start with Jay, uh, with uh, Phil Steele's lock of the week. What is Phil Steele's lock of the week? Phil Steele's lock of the week is Northwestern at Purdue. Northwestern rolls in three and oh, First time North- since 2000, Northwestern is a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Northwestern is a two-and-a-half-point favorite against Purdue. I think Northwestern is 3-0 and for the first time. Uh, I'm taking Northwestern win. Purdue's got like 39 people with COVID. Uh, so I'm going to take uh, Northwestern. What do you got, Drew? Uh, this is a tough one. Uh, Purdue's also undefeated, but they missed a game with COVID, as you mentioned. 
I kind of feel like they might roll out Rondell Moore. He hadn't played there, played yet this year, and they've had another guy step up as an All-American candidate in his place. They've listed him as questionable, but I think he might just sneak onto the field, and uh, I'll take Purdue in that case. All right, Rachel, Northwestern and Purdue. Mm, Northwestern. Why? Per don't. There you go. Look at that, Drew. Per don't. Perfect. Like Enjoy class. Good luck. <laughs> you know, Drew, when we went, you used to call Purdue per dude. She calls it per don't. Uh, I feel like you and I have been on every college campus in America, and I've never seen one with a ratio like Purdue's of, of males at bars. Uh, it was 99 to 1 guys to, to females when we went out that evening. That's the truth. So, uh, all right, so that's three, that's three votes for Northwestern. What do you got, Jay? I'm actually going with Purdue. I, I think they've had some time to hopefully get things in gear. Um, but your, your what boy – what, what do you know about what they've done to get their COVID plan in gear, Jay? Have you been checking out their daily results? Me, me and Brom are tight. <laughs> well, actually, that's true. You, I, I feel like you're the kind of person, everybody in Louisville acts like they call Brom. If I had everybody that ever told me they called Jeff Brom on a daily basis, he, his phone would never stop ringing. So maybe that's what it is. But Phil still says Perdon't as well. He has Northwestern by 11. Yeah, but because he's right, Northwestern's good this year. Perdont is terrible, so it's three of us: it's me, Drew, Rachel, and Phil, and we have one Jay and Linden. So we'll see whether or not you go with the outlier Jay and Linden or with. I took Matt. Purdue. I no, took Drew Purdue. Oh, so it's me, Rachel, and Phil Steele. So it is my, <laughs> it is my family. The M family has all taken Purdue. I bet Phil Steele won one. Two. What's next? That's my Mount Rushmore. You, Rachel, and Phil still. <laughs> <laughs> next game is South Florida at Houston. Um, South Florida played Memphis tight last week, but they're they're coming on a six-game losing streak. Um, Houston lost, had that game to Cincinnati, they lost, and they lost to uh, Central Florida as well. Houston is a 14-point favorite. I think South Florida is terrible, if I'm correct. Um, and Houston, uh, Houston means I'm one day closer to you. And so I'm going to take Houston in the uh, uh, pick of – actually, I like Houston a lot. I won't make it my pick of the day, but I'm going to take Houston because I think South Florida is awful. What do you got, Drew? Uh, South Florida is awful. They beat the Citadel – in like the very first week and then have just lost to everyone since. Uh, Houston's pretty bad too, though. I'll say, I'll say South Florida shows up and at least covers. I'm not going to give them a win. They're not going to win again all year, but I think they'll at least cover that. Uh, we said it was 14. Yes. Yeah. They'll cover two touchdowns. Jay. As crazy as I think Dana Holgerson is, I'm going to go with Houston here as well. Uh, and guess who else loves Houston? Phil, Phil has Houston by 27. Phil's right. Oh. Understands. Unlike Drew, who's over there still having Charlie Strong dreams, uh, we we here at, at at the Phil Steele headquarters, we like Houston. Is uh, Charlie Strong still the coach in South Florida? I don't even know. I feel like I have that conversation every week with you. <laughs> I think we have a segment on this show called Where is Charlie Strong every week. <laughs> 
<laughs> and we have for the last two or three years. I think we have. Where is is he the coach there? Or is it somebody else? I don't know. Where it's wherever you want him to be this week. I feel like every week we've put him in a different place, so it all it runs together. I like that the answer just is I don't know. Jay, you seem to shake his head. Is it? Who's, I, you know, I don't know either. I, I really don't. I, and it, it, he could be anywhere, and I believe it. I kind of I, feel like he's at Alabama. No, you might be right about that. Is it Mario Cristobal that's at South Florida? I don't know, but I, I'm definitely going with Alabama for Charlie Strong. Jay, can you look that up? Where is Charlie Strong at this moment? He's right, I got your South answer. Florida. He's in South no, Florida. No, no. Je Jeff Scott, I'm looking at it. Isn't his first season? Who's Jeff Scott? I don't know, but Jeff Scott, first season with South Florida. Where is? I know Mario Cristobal is somewhere. Where's he? <laughs> and uh, Charlie Strong is at Alabama. It, it says he's a defensive analyst. What's that mean? He's a defensive <laughs> analyst at Alabama. Saban knows your career is over and he's trying to save you some face and he's trying to help you relaunch your career. It's actually very nice of him. What's next? Well, this game's in doubt. It's already been moved from Friday to Saturday, uh, but this was Phil's two-star pick. It's Utah at UCLA. Utah's a three-point favorite. Utah at UCLA. Utah, I have to say to you, has been good for a number of years. I, I was driving one day. I think it was the day of like the second day of the NFL draft. And I was driving and I heard they were interviewing the Utah coach. And they said that all 11 starters on his defensive team last year either got drafted or were going to get drafted this year, which I found absolutely amazing. That they would have, because I mean, who thinks of Utah as being anything but full of Mormons? I know they just started the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City last night, which I feel like Drew, you probably watched. Did you watch that? I did not even know that was a thing, but I'll have to look into it. I think they're running out of places to go now that they're in Salt Lake City. But nevertheless, uh, Utah is surprisingly better. Um, I know UCLA is better this year, but I'm going to take Utah. Uh, the running Utes to cover the game. I'm going to butt in because you brought up what I watched last night. I had Toledo minus two. Toledo that had a 10-point lead with a minute to go and gave up an onside That was game. brutal. Oh. Oh. I, that might be one of my worst beats ever. It was just for fun money, so I wasn't mad. But that was an unreal ending to be on either end. But uh, anyway, Utah. I, I think Utah – they haven't even played yet. They got canceled last week. Um, I know nothing about UCLA. I'll go Utah. I I'll say – November the 12th and they haven't played yeah, yet. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty – yeah, I'm, I'm positive. This is their first game. So, they've been sitting around waiting. I'm going to take Utah here. That's absolutely ridiculous. What do you have, Jay? I read they moved this game because they're waiting for more Utah players to come available. Just because of that, I'm going to take UCLA. But I, you know, I don't know here. Man, you always talk. They're not, available. they're not available because they're filming Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. When that's over, they will be available and they will win the game. Matt, why has UCLA been bad in football? Is Chip Kelly still there? Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't know. They should be good. I mean, UCLA, UCLA and USC have no excuse not to be good at football, especially USC. I don't. There's no reason for them not to be good. 
Um, so I, I'm with you. I mean, I, UCLA should be good at football, and they're not. Um, so you're taking you're taking. Uh, what does Phil have? I assume this is one of his. Phil has Utah by 17. So Phil 17. Good night. So Phil and I agree on all three of his locks. So if you would like to have the Phil Trilock special, the Trilocks, you're going Utah, Northwestern, and Houston. Trilock with Houston, Utah, and Northwestern. The Hun pick, H-U-N. Phil the Hun, that's his pick. Uh, Houston, Utah, and Northwestern. That's what you can call it, Jay. Is, uh, by the way, I started – I made a big mistake, Drew, and don't ever do this. <laughs> if you think gambling's bad, start playing the stock market, <laughs> which is what I started doing a few weeks ago. It makes this look like nothing. Just uh, I, in I, dabble, I dabble in some stocks. It's, it's a wild ride. It's just irrational. Like, you just wake up one morning and everybody hates your company, and you're like, why do you hate me all of a sudden? I <laughs> Crowdsource looks good this morning, so why would you not like Crowdsource? But uh, nevertheless, just just know that that's a dangerous game. What's next? Next, we're moving to the Catholics. Notre Dame handed Clemson's first regular season loss since 2017. This is the first time a Catholic school has been number one preseason in basketball since 1985. Gonzaga's ranked number one. The last Catholic school was Georgetown in 85 to be preseason number one. Where does one go to look at the when's the last time a Catholic school was number one in basketball? Are you on the old Billy Reed site, catholicsports.com, to get that to get that sort of stat? When's the last time a Jesuit school or a Presbyterian school was part of the number ones? I just called Tony Vanetti. He told me. Oh, yeah, Vanetti would know. <laughs> so, uh, so you think that Gonzaga being number one is going to have an effect on this Notre Dame game? Big time. Who do they Notre play? Dame is a Notre Dame is a thirteen and a half point favorite at Boston College. So, I would much prefer to bet the over under of times they show the Doug Flutie throw uh, during the game. That to me is a definite over. As far as the actual game, I have absolutely no feel on it whatsoever. Um, you know, I don't know. I guess I'll take Notre Dame, but I have. No clue. What do you think, Drew? Uh, <clears throat> I want to parlay your Doug Flutie over with the over on how many times they show the uh, storm in the field last week. Uh, I like that. I like <laughs> uh, it's that. unprofessional. And, and Yeah. I would like to parlay those overs. As for the game, I, I'll go with the Irish. I was down on them. I thought Clemson was going to cover last week, and that certainly was wrong. So um, maybe they're better off than I believed. I think Boston College's uh, game against Clemson was a little fluky, too, so uh, I'll take the Irish. Did you like Will's call this week about the Notre Dame game? <laughs> oh, he got very emotional about it. That was that was very intense. I like Will. He, he's become a top ten caller for me, and he won $500. So, uh, Jay, what do you, about you? No, I think it's tough because I think Notre Dame's going to uh, regress a little, but um, I, I think they covered the 13 and a half. So we'll right. move on to the SEC, and we'll start with Vanderbilt of Kentucky. Um, we roll in with the lowest passing yards of any Power 5 school, but we currently have the number one defense in the SEC. Kentucky's a 17.5-point favorite, over-unders 42. Wow. 
there's no way I can bet on Kentucky scoring over 17 and a half points against anybody. Um, I mean, I think we win the game, but I'm going to bet Vandy to cover because, you know, I mean, when, we, we can't move the ball. Maybe that gets better. Uh, I think we win. I actually think it's relatively comfortable, but I'm going to say we win by 17 and the half point makes a difference, Drew, and I take Vandy. Uh, I usually think I have a pretty good feel on UK games, even if it's going the other way. I mean, I'm often wrong, but I at least am confident in my own brain when I'm thinking it out. And on this one, I have no clue because I feel like Vandy's terrible. But I also don't see Kentucky scoring enough points to cover 17. So, I mean, I, I won't pull a Jay and Lyndon and say I, I'm, I'm not picking because uh, I'll roll the dice, but hell, I have no, no idea. I guess I'll take Vandy just because UK's offense has been so bad. But I could see UK's defense completely shutting them out and holding them to nothing. So, who really knows? I was going to pick this, but then it would be a Kurt. I'm not picking it. We're moving on to the next game. <laughs> Curse, what are you worried about? Well, We're we're doing not, four. What are you what are you worried about, Carson? But okay. Uh South Carolina and Mississippi. Mississippi is eleven point favorite. I looked this up. Will Muschamp's buyout is fifteen million dollars. And I think we talked about this. Mississippi has allowed the other team to score their season high point total every week. <laughs> is that right? Wow. Uh I'm taking so, South Carolina cover i'm gonna keep doing that even though it's hurt me every week um they can't lose by double digits to old miss they just can't i mean they're they may lose i could easily see old miss winning this game but they can't lose by double digits to lane kiffin and if so will muschamp should just be like taken and make him coach south florida so i would say uh i'm gonna take south carolina to cover uh, I keep betting against South Carolina and it keeps working. So I'm just going to keep riding that wave. Uh, I'm not super confident. Uh, like you said, I, I don't really trust Ole Miss, but I'm going to keep, I'm just going to assume they're as bad as they've looked so far. Uh, did you see Lane Kiffin today or yesterday kind of insinuated he thinks some SEC teams are not necessarily faking COVID, but he basically said teams that suck are coming up with excuses not to play football. <laughs> I don't know if you all saw that alluding to maybe LSU. That's right. Yeah, I think he was kind of calling out LSU. I don't know if uh, – have they played yet? Or they might that might be coming up. But he, yeah. kind of, he kind of insinuated there's some teams that know they're bad and uh, might have a few extra injuries to, to meet numbers. Wow, Lane Kiffin is such a jerk. Like, I mean, that – I fully expect him to see, in a, see him in a Rudy Giuliani video at some point. Like, he's such, he's such an absolute jerk. Um, but you got to respect his jerkness in some ways. He's always the same. What do you got, Jay? You know, I was eager to look at this over-under, and it's 70, and I just don't know if I can do that here. It's a lot of points. I mean, I'm with you. I just – if 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 Muschamp can't cover that, I think he they might fire him after that game. Um, so, I'm going to go with South Carolina. Yeah, I mean, they should. Did we lose Drew? It looks like we lost Drew. All right, let's yeah, hang on until he comes back. I'm here. I'm here. Yeah, where'd you go? Is my video off? I'm good. All right, well, your video went off. See if you can get it back on. All right, there you are. Uh, all right, Jay, what's next? So the last SEC game, and this game has all kinds of storylines and things going on with it. Arkansas at Florida, 
Sam Pittman, Arkansas's coach, who may be the leading coach for SEC Coach of the Year right now, has COVID. Felipe Franks plays his old team. He's had a great year. Kyle Pitts, the tight end for Florida, may be out. And I even read this, Matt. Felipe Franks still texts uh, Dan Mullen's wife. <laughs> what? True. Uh, it's true. <laughs> you know, the whole Dan Mullen wife thing is a really weird subplot. I, I would say to all of you sitting at home, if you want to go down the rabbit hole of Dan Mullen wife, just just go into the Twitter search engine and search Dan Mullen wife. You're going to be surprised what comes up. Uh, it's it's a good it's a good game for people when you get when you get home tonight. So that's really strange to me that he still texts her. Um, Florida's a seventeen point favorite, and the game is at Florida. Yes. So I um, I of course attended the game last week between uh, between these between Arkansas and Tennessee. And I think Arkansas is, is pretty good. I mean, I, I don't think they're going to win this game, but I would be very surprised if they are not able to uh, put up some points and keep it – I don't know about keep it close, but keep it competitive. And I think Felipe Franks especially has a real incentive to play well. So I'm going to go ahead and say – I'm going I'm to say Arkansas covers on the road. Uh, I'm, I'm a big Florida believer. I had them beating Georgia last week. I think they're very good, but I also think the number's a little too high. I think beating Georgia has a little high. And I also think Arkansas is a good team. I mean, we were laughing at them when they said this would be a 10-game SEC schedule. They were going to be one of the teams we expect to have zero wins, but they already have three. And uh, Sam Pittman, heck, he's in coach of the year talk if he can shake his COVID. So I'll take Arkansas here. Arkansas, that will be coached by Barry Odom, former Mizzou coach. Oh, is that right? To, to add By to the all way, the weird stuff going on, he's the one stepping in. He's uh, assistant there this year. Sam Pittman looks like a coach. Like back in the 80s when coaches didn't try to be handsome or whatever, like every coach looked like Sam Pittman. And I'm glad that he's still like, you know what, I'm going to wear this tarp as a shirt, and this is just what I'm going to do. I like that about Sam Pittman. What do you got, Jay? I'm going to agree with you all here. I, I, it seems like a lot of points. Um, you know, for everything I've read, the players at Arkansas absolutely love Sam Pittman. So, um, and Fl the Felipe Franks angle, I'm going to I'm going to go with uh, Arkansas here as well. Okay. Well, since I wore here, wore of the facilities last week, uh, I actually was in the locker room. I actually left a note on one of the play uh, lockers that just said "Go Hogs." So this will be the uh, Bobby Bones and Matt Jones pick of the week. I'm going to take Arkansas to uh, actually uh, to cover here. You were about to say something, Drew. I think I cut you off. Well, I was just going to add one more Sam Pittman fact, a reason I like him. I think he's 60 years old or close to it, and this is his first head coaching job, first year. Yeah, that's a cool – that is a cool stat. Yeah. I will say this, too. The, the Arkansas – in arena or in stadium atmosphere was awesome for considering no one's at these games. I mean, I was at the Titans game the next day and it was so much worse than the Arkansas. And some of that's pro versus college. I get that. But still, uh, I actually think they do it really, really well. Um, so I think there's just a lot of excitement around that program. And it is weird, Drew. Bobby Bones, remember how for like a decade or so, Ashley Judd was the face of Kentucky basketball. Like, that's how it is with him. 
like as we're walking in he's on like every television screen talking and it's like look come get and he's like hawking everything he's like it's time to get your arkansas pom-poms with bobby bones and like and you're like people like as he walks through there you would think you were walking with tom cruise really is weird how huge he is there yeah i was actually with uh hubby who went with you on wednesday and he was telling me like he walked in, you all walked into the stadium with Bobby Bones and he was on the screen doing what you were saying. And he's basically a God there. It seemed like. Yeah, he is. It's crazy. And like, I mean, again, I'd say this, he's become a friend of mine, but I didn't know who he was two years ago. And like, he is the biggest thing in Arkansas that Matt still, I mean, people are like swooning at him. And then there's just me and hubby like, Hey, one guy recognized me. It was one dude came into the suite and he was like, aren't you that guy that goes on fine bomb and talks all that shit? And I was like, yes, that's me. And he goes, yeah, I don't like you very much. And I was like, well, there you go. Thank you. I'm glad to be here in Fayetteville, but who's next, Jay? Next, we move to the number 10 team in the nation. Unbelievably. Um, Indiana is at Michigan state. Um, Indiana is a seven point favorite. Two things. This is Indiana's three known the big 10 for the first time since 1988. The state of Indiana set a record last month, Matt. They brought in $230 million in gambling revenue. Yeah, don't get me started about the second thing. I mean, if they don't pass collegiate sports gambling in Kentucky in this next session, you know, the thing is, you're going to get me worked up, Jay, but the thing that's crazy about it is there are like 60 votes in the House to pass, excuse me, to pass it, but the Republicans have this rule that they'll only pass a law if a majority of them like it. So even though it would pass, because all the Democrats are for it, they'll only do it if a majority of them are for it. And that infuriates Like, what kind of rule is that? When, did, when is that in the Constitution? It has to be a majority of the majority. But anyway. With Matt, well, Matt, with all of our squabbles with Dave Ramsey and politics, this is one where we are on the same side of the issue, because I think this is asinine. It is asinine. And just that rule in general. I mean, when you were a kid, you read, I'm just a bill, 51 votes passes. They got 60 votes for it and they still can't pass it because like one person in Garrett County is against it. It drives me nuts. Anyway, um, what was the game? What are we talking about? Indiana, Indiana. Michigan State, Indiana's a seven point Indiana. favorite. Keep that same I feel like the, I feel like the Michigan, this is where Indiana takes a minor step back. I, I think they might still win but I will take Michigan State to keep it close and maybe win. I just refuse to continue to believe in the uh, – and I think that actually the Rutgers loss by Miss Michigan State may have been the aberration for them. So I'm going to take Michigan State to, uh, to cover. What do you got, Drew? Uh, pretty much the same thing you just said. Even though Indiana's resume looks great, I just – there's still Indiana football to me, and I can't – separate all the horrible years uh, before they kind of started turning around here recently. So I'll take Michigan State just for the reason that Indiana is still Indiana. It is amazing, though. They've beaten Penn State and Michigan. I mean, it's probably been – I mean, it's probably taken them 20 years to win those two games once, much less within three weeks. Uh, Jay, what do you got? You know, I'm going to take Indiana and, and solely because their next game after this is Ohio State. I feel like they have to win this game. They've got some tougher games ahead of them. Um, and I think Michigan State is absolutely terrible. I don't know how they beat Michigan. I think Michigan State's terrible. 
well, I think you're terrible. I mean, like, why are you just going to talk trash like that about Sparty? I mean, come on. Well, I mean, okay, so that, that'll be a game I might chirp if I'm winning at. We'll see. All right, I think, you know what? Because I don't want to listen to your mouth. I'm going to switch and pick Indiana because I just looked up and Michigan State lost by a lot last week. So, matter of fact, let's leave Drew out on a ledge by himself. No, I'm no, I'm switch switching too. I, we're all in this boat together. I'm switching if you're switching. All right, well, then this is the switcheroo game. We all switch and go with Indiana because Jay made such a great case for the Hoosiers. So we've all flipped, and now we're all uh, on the Hoosiers. Who's next? It'll be like when Jay uh, flipped and switched from his gamer headphones to the to the modern Apple this week. He looks less like he like you did in that studio in Chicago uh, that ended up on SportsCenter, and now he looks a little more normal. You're right. We're going to do another Big Ten game. But this, one's, this one is not what, what these teams wanted. Penn State at Nebraska. It's the first time Penn State's been 0-3 since uh, 2001. Uh, Penn State is a three-point favorite at Nebraska over under 56.5. Yeah, this is impossible. I, I, here's what I'm excited about, about this game. I'm just excited to laugh at whoever loses because whoever loses, the meltdown is going to be so immense because neither of these teams – thought they were going to be this terrible, and they are both this terrible. Um, I'm going to take Penn State because I still think Penn State's good, and I just don't think Nebraska's good. Home field doesn't matter this year, so uh, I'm going to take Penn State. What do you got, Drew? Uh, I don't know anything about what will happen football-wise, but as a James Franklin hater, I just want the worst. So I will be rooting heavily for Nebraska, and in that case, I will take Nebraska because I want uh, his time at Penn State to go down in flames. And like I believe Shannon mentioned on the show, maybe pop back up at Vandy or something. We could see him all the time. It might happen. That would be uh, – it's kind of a fascinating thing. The problem with that, though, is if you come back twice, you can never leave again. You know, because, like, they gave you a chance. It's that Bobby Petrino thing. Like, once they gave you a second chance, you kind of have to stay there. What do you, what do you got, Jay? I'm, I'm – this sounds crazy. I'm going to make this my bet of the week, Penn State. Uh, I think Penn State is is better than they played, and I don't think Nebraska is very good. I think Penn State wakes up here. So we will be Franklin and say that we are all picking uh, Penn State here. Uh, well, actually, you're picking Nebraska, Drew, right? Yes, purely out of hatred okay. for James Franklin. I'm with you, Jay. I, I like I like Penn State a lot in this one. Let's do uh, two more, and we'll switch to the pros. Well, we'll switch. We'll, we'll go to the ACC. Louisville is a Virginia game that was supposed to be played last week. Uh, right now, Virginia is a three-and-a-half-point favorite. What's amazing is I was so excited about this game last week that when it was called off, I, it ruined my entire weekend. I mean, I ended up just flying to Arkansas because I didn't know what to do. Um, I don't know. I guess I'm going to take Louisville. Louisville's got really explosive athletes. They really shouldn't be as terrible as they are because when you watch them play, they, they make some amazing plays. Uh, so I'm going to take Louisville, but I, this is a game that I – when people say they couldn't care less, they don't mean it. This is a moment where I actually mean it. I'm going to side with you again. I kind of forgot this was even being played. I forgot that it wasn't played last week. Um, I'll go Louisville, whatever. Good luck to them. Hope they have fun. Hope everyone's safe. Hope they have a good time. Uh, return home to their families. I like the hope everyone's safe. I would like all the players to remain safe. That is our goal for this week. What do you got, Jay? We talked about this. Louisville's on the downside of their schedule, if you look at their schedule. I looked this up. Virginia is last in the ACC in pass defense. 
Um, so I, this is a perfect game, I think, to tease. You tease Louisville to nine and a half. I really like Louisville here. By the way, I like that you. Uh, I like that you said that you looked it up to act like you didn't know Virginia's past defense was last. Like that's not something that you just like read every day. Don't don't let people don't let me fool you, folks. Jay and Linden follows ACC football statistics like it's his job. Last, the last game, we'll do a, an ACC game. Miami of Florida, sitting five and one, is a Virginia Tech who's four and two. Virginia Tech's a two and a half point favorite. What's weird about this game is that those two teams are actually pretty good, but it doesn't feel like it, even though they're both kind of good programs. Virginia Tech lost to Liberty, and Miami, of course, got killed by Clemson. Um, but I'm going to take Miami. I think Miami actually is legitimately good. They just got steamrolled by Clemson, but they've beaten everybody else. And uh, I think they're the second-best team in the ACC. So I will take Miami. I like Miami a lot here. I think uh, King's a great quarterback. Their running game kind of sucks, but he's he can do enough by himself. I, I think, like you said, they're the second-best team right behind Clemson. I'm going with the Hurricanes. I love this game as well. Um, Drew's right about the run defense or for Miami's rushing, but, but Liberty ran for 249 rushing yards against Virginia Tech in their upset win last week. Um, and they're 11th in pass defense. I'm big Miami here. Have you read, since you brought up Liberty, did you read the expose that they did about Falwell and his wife, Drew? Uh, I think I got the Twitter version. I don't know that I read the entire thing. I got the, the story was Falwell and his wife. Now, remember, Falwell was the president of the university, would walk across campus with his wife, and they would see a student and say, would you or wouldn't you? And that they, like, the, the husband and wife, and they would say, would you or wouldn't you? And then they got kind of ballsy, and, like, their assistants, like their personal assistants, who were also students, they would tell them, They'd be like, yes, no, yes. I think that would be weird to just do that, like, at the mall with complete strangers, not even your own students, to do that with your wife and husband. Yes, and while they were playing would you or wouldn't you, one of their kids was a student at Liberty. That's insane. Absolutely insane. I love how when we talk about current events, Jay just gets so nervous, like, it's almost like, Jay, I mean, what could you possibly have connected to Liberty? Nothing. And then it's just why you get so nervous about it. Like, I'm going to go to you and go, Jay, Drew Franklin, would you or wouldn't you? I'm not going to do that. Like, I mean, we were just having a conversation. I do like how you call it an expose. Maybe somebody will do an expose about this podcast one day. I'd like to read that. Well, I mean, look, I, it, to me, I think it is an expose. It, president of the university walking around doing would you wouldn't you with students you know i don't see let me just say i don't think eli capilouto does that i'm going to go on record as saying i don't see them doing that i think they are above board and that's that i was going to make a joke about a different president but i'm not going to because i don't dude uh in a court of law and with that mybookie.com if you would like to make bets on these games, mybookie.com is the way. I had a bunch of you write me in the last couple of weeks and say, you know what, I never bet. But since Jay and Lyndon got on the podcast, he adds a bit of class to you numbskulls. And that decided to make me bet. And so I, I go to mybookie.com and I put, put in the promo code free money and I get half 
the money back. So if I do $200, I'll get an extra free $100. Rachel likes that. MyBookie.com, it is free money. What's the promo code? She refuses to participate. <laughs> MyBookie.com, promo code is free money. You get half the money back in terms of value. So $300 you put in, you get to bet 450 at MyBookie.com, promo code free money. So there you go. NFL. I attended the Bears and Titans. Um, NFL games, you go to a lot of them, Drew. They're so boring. I mean, like, they take forever. Like they, But they, they, I don't feel like they try to entertain, like, during the breaks. Now, of course, it was the Bears and Titans, and that was a particularly boring game. But am I wrong in saying that the in-game experience at a pro game just isn't that great? Uh, well, I agree. The one I, I went to the Titans game the week before you, so we got the similar experience. Uh, I haven't really been to enough to know what it would be like regularly, but definitely in this year, it was very dead when the play wasn't going on. Yeah, I mean, I, it's you know, it's fine. The, I will say this, man, at the Titans game, they are mask enforcers. But they have a rule that if you're drinking something, you don't have to wear it. So, like, I just, I just sipped on a Coke for three and a half hours. But the moment I set my Coke down, this woman came running at me and goes, where's your mask? So I just picked up a Coke, and she was like, okay, you got a Coke, we're fine. Which is good to know that when you're drinking a Coke, coronavirus does not spread in, uh, during that, just so people know. And, again, even on this current event topic, look how nervous Jay looks. <laughs> you know, you've given me a little freedom here. So since you can't do it, I'm going to go back. We all liked Miami of Florida, our last pick there. We all love that pick. I'm going to call that our baloney headlock of the week. Somebody knew who I was hitting that. So the baloney headlock of the week. <laughs> oh, that made me laugh. All right. Uh, what's our first NFL game? First, we have Phil's four-star lock of the week. Denver at Las Vegas Raiders. The Raiders are four and a half point favorite against the Broncos. So the Raiders are better on the road than they are at home. Drew Locke, I think the or I think the Broncos are actually pretty good at covering this year. So I'm gonna take the Broncos to cover. I don't know if they win, but I think it's gonna be a very close game. And I think the Raiders are better at, on the road than at home in their crazy state-of-the-art stadium. So I will take the Broncos, Drew. Uh, remind me what the Broncos did last week. Did they win? Do you know? I don't remember. <laughs> I don't. I feel like all, I, all the Broncos play, either the Chargers, the Chiefs, or the Raiders. <laughs> I don't catch it because it's usually a second game. I, so I don't know. All my, all my weeks run together. Regardless, I'll side with you on the Broncos. Uh, I think last week they actually lost to the Falcons is what I was bringing They lost to the Falcons by seven. Yeah. The Falcons finally got one. I'll say the Broncos bounce back this week. I'm actually going to go with Phil here. I like Las Vegas here. Um, and Phil, and he's big on Vegas. He has Vegas by 14. That's been hanging out at the wind, getting hammered, and just, like, betting it all on Vegas. I, 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 I stick with my pick. What's next? Next is his three-star uh, pick of the week, which is the L.A. Chargers at the Miami Dolphins. Dolphins are favored by two and a half points um, after their upset win against Arizona. Over-unders 48 and a half. The Chargers lose every conceivable way imaginable. 
like I think last week they won and then they stopped the game, reviewed it, and they lost. Um, so these both these quarterbacks are really good. I don't know, man. This is a tough one. I'm going to take the Dolphins because I think they're better overall than the Chargers. But I like both these quarterbacks a lot for the future, but I'll take the Dolphins. And Lynn Bowden is back from COVID. Uh, I am a Justin Herbert believer, even though, as you said, they continue to lose on just crazy ways to lose. And I'm tired of people bragging about Tua being 2-0. and It's time he gets a loss. I got Chargers they cover here. He's 2 and oh, That's right. And so that you want that to end. All right, Jay, what do you got? I don't know that I'll bet this game, but I am going to go with L.A. here. But I will tease this game. Te- tease it where the, the Chargers are going to 8.5. I think it's a good bet there. I like that. I agree with you. Chargers will lose by a field goal because they always lose by a field goal. They're two and six, but they could easily be like six and two, like easily. Who's next? Has it been announced yet? His two-star pick, I know the Cincinnati-Pittsburgh game is in jeopardy. It's still on as of right now, correct? Yeah, I don't know. Let's just assume it is. Cincinnati at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. This is the best start in franchise history for the Steelers. And last week's win guaranteed that every season the Big Ben's been in Pittsburgh, he's been above 500. That is amazing. And they have been good, but the Bengals are going to cover this game. And this is my super secret sexy could be upset pick of the week. I think the Bengals could win. I don't think they will. But I think it's going to come down to the end. I like Pittsburgh by a lot. Or excuse me, I like Cincinnati to cover a lot this week. I think Pittsburgh uh, is very good, but I don't think they're eight no good. And Cincinnati's on a crazy good week of uh, streak of covering. I take the Bengals to cover. Uh, yeah, it's time for Pittsburgh to lose. They're they're good, but not undefeated good. And it seems like Cincinnati has just rallied around. Burrow, I mean, when the Titans went there and lost, their offensive line was just dudes they pulled out of the parking lot, and their whole team is just really elevating around him. So I think the Bengals might even win it too. I'll take them to cover, and I might even do a little money line here. Yeah, I like the money line too. What do you got, Jay? I would have agreed with you guys, except Pittsburgh looked so bad against Dallas, even though they won. You know, they they got lucky. They're throwing a stinker game and still got to win out of it. I think they win here. They win next week at Jacksonville. But then they have to play the Ravens again, and I think it's going to be their first loss. So I'm going to take Pittsburgh here. All right. What's next? But again, don't listen to Jay. He loses every NFL game. 0-6 last week. On the year, he's approximately 3-610. and Well, then we'll move on to my game of the week. <laughs> All Tampa right. Bay at Carolina. Tampa Bay is a five-and-a-half-point favorite. Normally, I would say people will undervalue Tampa Bay because they played poorly. But Carolina can win this game. They're at home. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater, I think, is due for a big matchup. I think there's a chance Tampa loses again, and there starts to be some questions about Tom Terrific. So I will take uh, Teddy Bridgewater to cover here the five and a half. Are you worried about Tampa Bay, you say? I'm not worried. I'm just saying, I think it's about this time every year where everybody goes, oh, no, Brady's not good, and then by the playoffs, he's good again. So I think this is the week they do that. Well, I will also side with you and the Panthers. 
Um, not so much for Bridgewater. I, I think I'll take uh, Christian McCaffrey and how good they looked against the Chiefs last week. I got the Panthers here. I don't understand why that dude's so good, by the way. I mean, I live by creed of if it's a white running back, he's not good because name me a good white running back since John Riggin. And the answer is him. And he's like crazy good, Drew. Like he's like unstoppable good. And I don't understand why. And I especially like him because growing up, and I don't know why, but I was a big fan of Ed McCaffrey of the mm -hmm. Broncos, which is his dad. So he's like the first – like son player that like makes me feel old because I remember watching Ed McCaffrey and he was all like, oh what are the great father sons in basketball history well you are in sports history you know what you've got uh you got King Griffey Sr. King Griffey Jr. Drew's like nope Ed McCaffrey Christian McCaffrey those are the two that I that I like well did you like him on the those are those are two pro bowlers and potential two bowl champions and two guys who play, again, like McCaffrey was a white wide receiver when there weren't any white wide receivers. So you're right. Jay, what do you got? You guys didn't do your homework. My sources tell me McCaffrey is going to be out this game. I don't think that Tom Brady's going to be embarrassed again. I think he's too competitive. He's going to come out and they're going to win big. Yeah, well, you have big. McCaffrey is out. They're going to put in Ed McCaffrey and you can eat it. <laughs> You have a lot of you have a lot of Carolina Panthers sources. You talk a lot to uh, Jake Delome and all the rest of the, the insiders. Right for PantherTalk.com. <laughs> no Panthers. He's he's on he's on Panther blood every night. Just, what's next? I, I I looked at this and I thought this was a really tough game. Want to see what you guys think? Um, Buffalo Bills at Arizona. Both these teams are playing better than I think everybody thought. Arizona is a two-point favorite over under 56 and a half. Yeah, this is a tough one. I, I, I could honestly, I could see any result here. Uh, I have Josh Allen on my fantasy team, so I know how good he's been. He's been like really, really good. They had a big win last week against the Seahawks. I'm going to take Arizona just because Buffalo has to fly all the way to the other part of the country, and they're used to the weather in Buffalo. You get to Arizona, and everybody's like tan and counting votes and all that stuff, and they don't really know what to do. So I'm going to say uh, Arizona wins and covers. But I could see Arizona winning by two touchdowns. I could see them losing by two touchdowns. I think this comes down to quarterback, and I think Kyler Murray has been awesome. And I'm worried about Josh Allen's head because I saw this week that he wants to play in Buffalo forever. So I think maybe he has a concussion or has been put through too many tables because no one in their right mind would say that. I'm going with Kyler Murray and the Cardinals. By the way, Drew, did you think – when you said that, it made me think of that player who said the only place to hang out in Buffalo was Applebee's, which made me think of Drew – or excuse me, of Ryan – saying that he learned the history of the cut through at the Pikeville Applebee's. That was one of, I, that was one of the low-key, hardest times I've laughed in a long time. Yeah, I, I, had a, I had a nice little ache in my side from laughing at that on the show the other day. <laughs> Ryan learns all his history at the local Applebee's. <laughs> what do you got, Jay? You know, my inclination was to go Buffalo here, but I talked to one of my buddies today who's really good at being in the NFL. He tells me, go Arizona. I'm going to go with you guys and go with Arizona here. All right. Well, good. I'm glad. What, what your buddy that's really good at the NFL? Like, what makes him really good? What does he do? We bet together, so I bet I pick the college games. He gets hits hits the NFL, so that usually is a good good team. Are you bet together? That's sweet. Like you just get together and like you pull your money and 
buy snacks and stuff like it's it's that seems like a really good way to go about it we didn't buy snacks <laughs> you might have bought snacks it's okay if you bought snacks i just i, I didn't know uh, i didn't know that he, he would know that all right it before, like having before before go on. a built-in fall guy in case you get in trouble with the wife or something like i didn't bet that he bet that. <laughs> right uh what is our Louisville restaurant of the week by the way oh okay um we're going to give you my wife's favorite restaurant. We're going to go a little more upscale. If you haven't taken Rachel here, Jack Fry's near where you live. That's right um, next to my Jack Fry's is awesome. Um, get the shrimp and grits. Great yeah, local Louisville place. It's old school. White tablecloth, woman playing the piano when you walk in. Uh, the only time I've been to Jack Fry's is, is, is people always want to go take me there on business lunches. Uh, you know, there's a deal that I'm going to announce in the next few weeks, which you two know, but I can't talk about. But I think what what you two will think is funny is that that deal was closed over a dinner at Jack Fry's, which is even more hilarious when you think about what it is uh, that that was. So, yes, I, I'm with you on Jack Fry's. A nice place for business or pleasure. What's next? I'm glad you think I know about this deal because I have no idea what you're talking about, but that's fine. Oh, you don't know? No, I don't know. Drew, he's going to like it, though, isn't he? Great deal. It's going to be exciting. Huge deal. It's going to be huge. 2021, it's going to be all anybody's talking about. But go ahead. Next game, San Francisco 49ers and New Orleans Saints. The Saints are a nine-point favorite. Boy, that's a lot. I like this this on a tease. I'd like. I think the Saints will win. I don't know if I like nine, although Jimmy G's hurt. Um, Saints have looked good. I don't think they've looked 38-3 to three over Tampa Bay good, but that's what they won by. Well, I would stay away from this one. I guess if you're going to make me pick, I'll pick the Saints, but I don't like it, Drew. Yeah, I haven't seen the latest on the 49ers injury report, but they've been just beat the hell up the last couple weeks, especially with a lot of their offensive weapons. If that's still the case, I'll take the Saints. Uh, even if those guys are back, I'll still lean with the Saints. Uh, man, I, it, it just seems like a lot of points. And, uh, you know, New Orleans can't – I don't know if it's an overreaction to how they just whooped up on Tampa Bay last week. I Matt, stole my thunder there. Perfect game to tease. But um, uh, just because all those points, I'm going to go with San Francisco. All right, let's do two more, and we'll call it a day. All right, we got Jacksonville at Green Bay. You got Aaron Rodgers coming off the bye. Green Bay's a 13-and-a-half-point favorite. I think Jacksonville's quarterback is named, like, Jack Luton or something. Like, it's some bizarre – Jay, will you look up who their quarterback is? It's like someone that I was not confident was even a human being, much less a quarterback, and he is their starter. So, you got to give me Green Bay. 13-and-a-half is a lot to give up in the NFL, but – I, I can't bet on Jack Gluten or whatever the hell his name is. So I'm going to uh, I'm going to take Green Bay uh, to, to to cover. What do you got, Drew? I'm also taking uh, Green Bay. Uh, Jake Luton. So you let me say all that, and you didn't just tell me his name was Jake Luton. Well, you were doing good. I thought his name was Jack Luton. That's close enough. Yeah, it was, uh, it's fine. I wasn't even correcting you. I feel like you were right on it. What is that noise? Is someone Carol's house? Is that you, Jay? That is not me. I guess it's you. 
That was Christmas. me. That was right. me. Uh, I was watching watching a Hallmark movie. You caught me. Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, Jacksonville sucks. Uh, I'm I'm sorry. Green Bay is going to light them up. Jake Luton, good luck to you, bud. But they're bad. All right, Jay. I'm going to use my the greatest punt, my first pun. I'm going gluten free. I'm all Green Bay here. All right. In order for Jay Linden to feel punny, we will call this our gluten-free NFL pick of the week. We will take Green Bay. The good thing is, if you don't listen to the podcast, you're going to be like, gluten-free, because, you know, his name is not gluten. But nevertheless, we will uh, – I like it. We'll go with Green Bay. All right, final one. Let's make it finish strong. Final game – we got Houston Texans at Cleveland Browns. Um, I'm not sure if, if Chubb's playing in this game. Um, and if you look at Cleveland's schedule, they've got a pretty easy schedule the rest of the way. Cleveland is a three-point favorite. I don't like this one either. Um, I guess I'll take Cleveland because Houston doesn't have anything to play for. And Romeo Cornell is like 97 years old. So I think he probably will fall asleep on the flight to the game. And I guess I will take Cleveland to uh, cover. What do you got, Drew? It made me sad about Romeo. I, I like him, but I can actually see him fall asleep. Uh, <laughs> there is no activity that takes more than an hour that he doesn't take a nap in. <laughs> in his first game, I can't remember who they were playing. It was about a month ago. He made some horrible coaching decision. And they just kept putting the camera in his face. And I wanted to just – I wanted to co- – I felt bad for the Western Kentucky Hilltopper. I think I will say, said. did you know after they won that one game when he danced? That really was a great video, when he got in the locker room and danced. Because yeah. that, was, that, was, that was almost – that made me like him. But go ahead. Well, I just talked myself into the Texans. I wasn't going to, but I'm going to root for Romeo. Uh, I will take them to cover here. All right, what do you got, Jack? Where out art thou, Romeo? I'm going with the Texans. Sorry, I'm not letting you. We're not doing two puns. I think we're going to stick with the gluten-free one. I think where fourth art thou, Romeo? Uh, let that one go. Speaking of that, did you today, either of you, when, when he said, uh, when he was like reading, what was the sentence? And he read the We asked him, well, I'm not thinking of it. We asked him why cats couldn't be on leashes. And he read the sentence off of Google and it said, for this reason, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, what reason? And he didn't know. And he got angry at the question. He had just picked a random sentence and didn't even, like, acknowledge that it was he needed a sentence before it. Yeah, I caught that. Another <laughs> special moment. I was a big fan of, uh, I think it was this week, where Ryan was just like five minutes late coming back from break. You all were talking yeah, in the hole. Because he was eating. <laughs> he just like went off and just ate cinnamon rolls during the break. I mean, and decided he wasn't going to come back on time. And you know, it's only like a nine minute break there. He would have thought he would have had time to finish that cinnamon roll. But no. Just doing a big radio show here. I'll just pop back on whenever I'm ready when I'm done eating. <laughs> whenever things are convenient. Uh, all right, Jay, you have anything to plug? Any uh, projects you have going on? Well, do you know what this weekend is in Kentucky? With opening gun season deer, that's where I'll be tomorrow. It's, does that mean it's deer hunting season? or what? Deer hunting, yeah. Opening gun season starts Saturday. Oh, well, good. 
I'm more of a bow man myself, but uh, for all of you gun aficionados, that's fine. I prefer sort of true hunting. Uh, Drew, what do you? I have a little, have a little personal shout out about uh, perseverance. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys were 0-8 against the spread, and we, we rode that wave, and it, that wave was uh, heading straight down. But last week we covered. We are now 1-8 in 2020. So shout out to the Cowboys. Well, since you're doing that shout out, Sunday night I went – I was coming back from uh, Nashville. I stopped at the Roosters on Preston Highway in Louisville, and I watched the end of the Steelers-Cowboys game. And as I was sitting there eating at a table at the bar, a man walked by me, walked in between two tables, farted really loud, like really, really loudly. And, the, and he was closer to the other table. And the man looked at the table, looked at him. The man sitting at the table looked at the man who farted and said, excuse me, sir. And he goes, what? What did you do? And then just walked away, which I thought was a great response. Like you fart, the person gets mad at you. And then you ask him, what did you do? Why are you, why are you upset? So that's what you get at the Roosters on Preston Highway, Drew. And that's what you think of when we mention the Dallas Cowboys. Well, that game was on during the process. <laughs> While I, while I was watching it. All right, I guess it's time for the SEC Network, uh, the uh, NBA uh, Combine or whatever they call it, uh, Pro Day. So we're going to get off here and watch it. Guys, thank you very much. Well, cats.